0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Daily Objective. My name is Daniel, usually behind the scenes, but today again in front of the camera. And joining me today is James Valiant. James, how are you doing?
1: Okay, how are you?
0: Uh, I'm good. Uh, a new movie came out for one of my favorite shows, so can't wait to actually watch it. I might have to wait a couple of months since it gets like released here, so, uh, but it's still exciting to see it come out. Yeah. So enough about happy news, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Israel again specifically, we're going to talk about, uh, and I just want to have the pronunciation, Yihia Sinvar, uh, for those who yes. don't know, uh, it's the person who was behind the October 7 attacks, uh, and it's also one of the people who was released uh, during the Gila Chalit, uh, basically hostage release situation, so uh we might even touch on that but uh the main reason we talk about today is apparently one of the prisoners uh who was with uh Sinwar uh um made a point about uh that Sinwar uh basically uh the ma- the massacre he planned gave Israel uh, th- this is what he claimed the massacre he planned gave Israel all the reasons to break the rules and apparently Sinwar was also very surprised by israel's response uh just reading that makes my blood boil and i have several comments on it but first let's go to james what did you think about these comments
1: yes it makes my blood boil it makes my blood boil for very reason for many many reasons israel was given an excuse to break the rules said Sinwar. okay Well, what norm of decent human behavior was not violated on October 7th? What moral rule that really any decent human being on this planet would accept? You know, baby killing, baby mutilation, raping people to death. So in what sense (laughs) were, uh, it's really kind of a sick joke, isn't it? That, That Hamas and the Islamic Brotherhood were not, quote, breaking the rules. Any rules that any decent civilized human being on this planet, objectivist or otherwise, would have did they not violate on October 7th. Okay, so and then there's his surprise. His surprise that it would have, that Israel would have a a reaction that would be, I think what he said was, so dangerous. Something like that. Words to that effect. And so his surprise is actually distress, as distressing as anything else. Uh, In other words, after committing something like like October 7th, he did not expect an overwhelming response, No, or he he expected the world opinion to shut down Israel from any effective response, or in the first instance that Israel wouldn't respond in any even semi-effective way against them. They expected, they were relying on more world appeasement and maybe even more Israeli appeasement. After all, as you pointed out, Sinwar, architect and leader of October 7th, was one of the people who'd been released in a hostage exchange. And here you've got one of the masterminds. You've got perhaps the most responsible man on the planet for all the evil that happened on October 7th. Okay, that distresses me. Furthermore, my third point here, the next thing that has my blood boiling and, and distressing me is that we've waited to get this information this long. And that in other words, he's only surprised at this point. In other words, by October 8th, 9th or 10th, we should have had this surprise. We should have thought, oh my God, I didn't realize that Israel would act in self-defense. No, it's that psychological effect of crushing them that should have happened and should have happened earlier on before world opinion even had a chance to coalesce against Israel. But so it's distressing to me that the surprise is only happening now because that shows how late and in effect, how weak and and tardy the response has been. It also shows the the fact that he is surprised uh, how they expected appeasement and how they have been all along, as we've been saying on this channel again and again, uh, taking advantage of what they perceive as the moral standards of the West, moral standards of the world. And that is what they've been playing to this entire time. That's what they've been playing to this entire time. If they really are surprised at this point, that surprise should have been hitting them psychologically months ago, months ago, if this were were to be really effective. The fact that the surprise is only sinking in now with some, uh, um, and it's not surprising that it's coming from the leadership, uh, shows just how late and weak the response is. Now, final thought, though. He is surprised there is a psychological effect now starting to happen. And it's that psychological effect, ladies and gentlemen, that is the aim of self-defense. You want to psychologically crush your opponent so that they never think about doing the aggressive action again. Uh, you have a right to do that. You have a right to do that. And of course, the world is messed up on the right of self-defense. We've got President Biden telling uh, getting angry at President the uh, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, uh, because of the uh, planned attack on Rafah. He doesn't want, he thinks that would be over the top, and apparently that's caused a major breach between the White House and Netanyahu. Um, that just shows you how awful uh, my president and our policy is. They would insist on this Hamas leader, get you know, getting away with it in effect, getting away with it in effect, and any other Hamas leaders who were there in Rafah I understand that another major Hamas leader, another major guy behind October 7th, is still there in Rafa. If we allow him to get away with it, of course, that the entire psychological effect gets diffused. And you're just setting yourself, teeing yourself up for another October 7th. This is the sound of appeasement. This is the sound of appeasement. <clears throat> if chickens are finally coming home to roost a little bit in their head, I guess that's a good sign. But the fact that it waited this long is this week, um, the fact that they were surprised at all, tells you that years of appeasement. This was the fruit. October the 7th was the product, the the absolute product of years of appeasement. Uh, Appeasement never, ever works. Ayn Rand was so right. You do not negotiate with a thief over the spoons. He breaks into your house. Once you start negotiating with a thief over the spoons, you lost. You lost. And if anything, this October 7th demonstrates that. And the fact that these, that they were surprised demonstrates that. That surprise was part of the calculation, remember, for doing October 7th. The same guy who's surprised at Israel's response was one of the architects that tells me that the folks who were planning October seventh were counting on Western appeasement, which means October seventh, without a doubt, was the product of Western appeasement.
0: Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about basically the population's uh opinion on specifically Sinbar and maybe even Hamas in general. Uh but yeah, I, I think you really covered the points I was gonna make is yeah, there are basically two sides. The fact that they are surprised, it, there is a good side, and or that he is surprised, there is a good side and there is a bad side. The good side yeah. is that the response is harsher than he was expecting, and I'm not surprised that he's surprised. Uh, every other time that uh, Hamas tried... I mean, they are constantly. Hamas has been constantly sending rockets to Gaza. I mean, why would he expect something new to happen now, just because uh, they tried something bigger? Uh, So in this sense, it's a bit good that he's surprised, in a sense that Israel at least is responding. I mean, compared to past, this response is really great. They are actually fully, almost fully occupying. Gaza, or reoccupying Gaza, there's pretty much just one place remaining for them to fully take over. Uh, so in this this sense, Israel's response is great. Uh, but, again, it, it's not enough, and uh, again, that's something I will bring up later. But also, he is surprised because, and this again brings how much basically, and not just terrorists, but basically evil States, evil organizations rely on, uh, basically, I mean, if I was super nice, basically the love of life that the West has, because the West, you know, sees Palestinian suffering and there is this sort of, you know, sympathy you have for it. Uh, it's very misguided. Uh, it's very misimplied, but uh, it sort of comes from a good point and. They are relying on that. They are relying on this sort of appeasement coming from West, this sort of immediate call call for ceasefire. I mean, Hamas was expecting to just go in, uh, take hostages, kill a lot of people, and then come back and trade those hostages uh, for, any, for any terrorists that were caught so they could do this attack again. That's what they were ex- expecting.
1: Right, and they still have hostages, and they expect – ceasefire negotiations <laughs> to be successful. Or to, uh, in fact, what didn't surprise them, I'm sure, is that the, there were people immediately engaged in uh, negotiations for the hostages uh, for a ceasefire. I mean, we did have a temporary pause there, didn't we? Uh, for a while in late November, or was it early December? We had a little pause and uh, that was so that they could uh, negotiate for the hostages. That was the kind of behavior they were expecting. They're they're expecting the people to uh, somehow have a ceasefire while they're still holding hostages. Now, can you imagine the moral bankruptcy of the situation? Oh, yeah, they'll agree to a ceasefire, even as we're holding their civilians hostages. So we can do what? Another hostage exchange thing? So we can exchange more terrorists like the mastermind of, one of the masterminds, at least of October 7th, for more nine-year-old girls? I mean, what's that all about? I mean, that's the kind of moral depravity that the West is sunk into. Yes, of course, we value, in the West, there is a value that we place on each and every human life. But, you know, Don Watkins wrote a really great piece recently, not every life is valuable. When someone is killing you, when someone, talk about an extreme case of the opposite of what he was talking about here. You, you can't love everybody. But more than that, you you really got to be morally judgmental in the negative sense. I mean, not every life is equally uh, worth saving. If you have, tor- as Ayn Rand said, if you have sympathy for the torturers, it is a betrayal and and t- against the victims. You're really on the side of the torturers to to express any sort of sympathy for, uh, uh, you must be, uh, if you express any sympathy for the torturers, for the attackers, against the victims. What about those victims? No, 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 no. They're not created equal. And the West has this sort of Christian Kantian, intrinsicist view about all killing must be wrong necessarily under any circumstances, even if the person is attacking you even if the person is raping your civilians to death and slaughtering your children alive. Okay, uh, no, that's moral intrinsicism. That's a dogmatic Kantian Christian Christian type view. Some killing is good and necessary when you can't fight back. But the problem is, of course, as we said, this psychological effect is only just now starting, if it is, if this report is correct, now when it should have been happening back in October. They should have been undergoing this, and 10 times worse psychological effect should have been happening in mid-October. They should have had this, what do we call it, come to Jesus moment about, geez, we, we shouldn't, maybe we ought not have done 7 October, huh? And that had to have been the mentality back then. Otherwise, that's like sand through your fingers, right? Uh, you're just going to cause another October 7th, and there will be more October 7ths. Until this psychological message gets through and gets through to everyone in Gaza. Indeed, all of these self-identified Palestinians.
0: Yeah, and the problem is, it's not just, uh, you know, maybe our representative government, which Hamas kind of is, shouldn't have attacked Israel. It's, oh, maybe we shouldn't directly participated the the Palestinian people and the civilians directly participating directly taking hostages and then celebrating on the streets for this to exist uh basically the response had to have been harsh and that's why I'm wondering if we are just past the point if nothing Israel does now is ever going to sort of bring this psychological uh you know whiplash basically completely taking them aback
1: You're right. We've already totally diluted and diminished any effect. Now, the fact that we have some psychological effect at this point, I mean, he is surprised. We didn't realize it would be so dangerous. Okay. The very fact of that surprise tells you that he was expecting appeasement and that we'd set ourselves up long before 7 October for that kind of thing, it seems to me. Uh, But on the other hand, at least at this point, there is some psychological effect which is really the only way to measure Israeli success, as far as I'm concerned, is the psychological crushing of the Palestinian people in this regard. You're absolutely right. So long as they're celebrating in the streets, there needed to be a very harsh response uh, and a very immediate response, it seems to me, much, much sooner uh, than the one that Israel gave and much harsher than the one Israel gave. The surprise is coming way too little, way too late, but at least there's a little on the horizon, Israel has accomplished some psychological impact of the sort that they had every right to impose upon uh, Gaza.
0: Yeah, and uh, because some people might be asking why this psychological change is necessary. And it is because uh, Gaza is right next to Israel. And because we've already seen in the past, uh, after the, I believe it was the Six-Day War, after Israel started occupying Gaza it occupied it for 40 years there were still attacks coming from Gaza and six-day war was a pretty harsh war and it still wasn't enough to basically completely pacify the region that's why and you know uh after basically this operation ends we have to expect some sort of military occupation and if there wasn't this complete psychological destruction of basically the idea of that Palestinians can just attack Jews will be will we see basically another 40 years of sort of similar occupation and then some sort of basically Israel just going away and you know again repeating this whole thing that's what's really problematic with this
1: oh yeah let's say lord cameron the foreign minister gets his will and that we have a, a, a two state solution recognized palestinian state recognized by britain giving them the reward for this, rewarding them for this. I mean, can you imagine that? That would diminish and take away all of that psychological effect. That's the sort of thing. uh, Consider we've been funding UNRWA now for decades, um, and uh, uh, consider what they teach. They teach kill Jews and martyr yourself to do so to small children, and that that's a good thing. So we have been, in the West, actively propagandizing to the continuation, the perpetuation, the cycle of violence here. You know, I was reading in a uh, high-end foreign uh, policy magazine just yesterday, an article about how Israel really shouldn't uh, keep going so harsh because this will just perpetuate the violence. You know, violence on one side will just perpetuate violence on another side. They utterly miss this psychological point. They seem to think that it's somehow genetic or innate, or it's not a question of ideas or education or the savage religious ideology, tribalist ideology that the Palestinians obviously hold, disconnected altogether. That's just a given. You attack Palestinians, even if you're justified, there'll be more Palestinian hate and there's no way we can get out of this cycle. No, they're wrong. They're absolutely wrong. Uh, it can be done, but it, and you can see in, in effect from this, we're surprised at the response that there is this psychological effect, only that it's so little so late, it it tells us that we should have been 10 times harder back in October with our response, so that they would have had a real psychological effect, and a lot sooner. The psychological effect can be to uh, discourage further violence, and until the defender responds strongly enough to have the psychological effect to discourage future violence, they haven't even begun to do what they have a right to do.
0: Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, sort of opposition coming out to Sinwar. But, but before that, let me uh, answer a super chat question from uh, Robert. Uh, thank you so much. He Oh, he has two questions. What will vic- victory look like? And what does mo- moderate Western average college stud- uh, student opposition think victory would look like? uh so uh, and also thank you bonnie for your super chat so first if i had to answer and then we'll go to james what will victory look like uh that's what i'm kind of skeptical about if we are past the point where the actual victory was possible uh and instead we'll just get another basically you know years of occupation which will not ultimately basically pacify the whole region uh what do you think what i i I can only agree
1: we have enough people both i mean let's look at it this way uh there are hamas leaders living abroad i do not think that even if israel succeeds in rafa you will be able to decapitate hamas leadership just hamas leadership by itself even if all those identified as hamas militants are killed by Israel in uh, their current actions in Gaza, the population so supports uh, uh, the ends, they're just going to find more troops, more martyrs to do their bidding. Yeah, I think we are past the point of having the effective psychological lesson, much less the effective military uh, uh, you know, response that would disable them, uh, which is also a very practical consideration. So I think we may be past the point and I think we may be just, because of the weakness of the response and because of the weakness of the West, for example, my president given, you know, now lecturing Netanyahu on how to do this war, I think we've just set ourselves up for a further cycle of violence. The West's appeasement is continuing to do what it did to create October 7th.
0: And then uh, the second question was, what what is the sort of modern Western average college student opposition thing victory would look like? Uh, so I don't think they even think about this conflict as a victory. Uh, then I I think all those three are sort of different. So if I was seeing, uh, I think the sort of moderate position is a two-state solution. Uh, Basically, I mean, if I uh, put someone who is the best on the conflict, who is pro-Israel, which I consider Destiny, one of the streamers, his whole idea is that, yeah, uh, Hamas has to be completely unrooted. Uh, But basically still believes, uh, for example, the settlements in the West Bank need to be disbanded to some extent. And there needs to be some trade of uh, 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 basically territories uh, so West Bank isn't full of holes. I I think that's sort of like a moderate position, some sort of two state where both sides can can actually, uh, both sides sort of give up uh something so they can uh, sort of bring together uh but if you're talking about like students i I think to to large extent there uh isn't even enough uh knowledge for them to basically understand because a lot of time here uh, i hear a lot of like one state solutions coming like from the left side uh but basically advocating for unlimited right of return Uh, and, uh, yeah, one-state solution. A
1: one-state solution, the way some of these people, it means the destruction of Israel. In fact, the murder of Jews in practical effect. But that's how lost these students are. There's a range of stupidity uh, uh, across the spectrum here. Some are so unrealistic that they really think that if you just give the Palestinians a state, they will just be peaceful and forever live in harmony. And, okay, there's that idiot. Uh, that or i suppose even further over just, we have... uh,
0: just a quick heads up uh the palestinian uh authority currently doesn't even have an army that's why uh thinking about two-state solution in full aspect where uh west bank or basically the palestinian authority would be able to fully have its own army is really problematic
1: uh, super problematic, <laughs> but I mean, look at the people. I mean, you interview the students who are doing at these protests. They don't know the river. They don't know the sea. They don't know the. They don't know what the term means. They don't know the history. They don't know. So you got the, your ultra ignorant ones over here. You've got your Israel haters who think that Israel is lying to us. There were no decapitated babies. There were no people raped at the music festival. Uh, they, they broke out of their. They're, the poor Gazans on October 7th broke out of their prison of occupation. There are those people who think Israel is just so evil. They're just anti-Semitic types who distrust Israel in every case. They don't even believe the facts of what happened on October 7th, or still worse, they try and morally justify it. You've got that category of people, apart from the total ignorant ones, and then you've got these totally goo-goo-headed people who actually think that if you do, impose a two-state solution, uh, let's include Lord David Cameron in this goo-goo-headed category he thinks that if you actually impose a two state solution that will help quell uh, the violence and settle settle the you know Palestinian people down quite the opposite will of course reward them give them everything they want as a reward for what they did on october 7th and so that will only encourage more october 7ths and give them the resources territory and power to do so uh
0: so we only have about a couple minutes left so i'm not sure how much time we have to discuss basically the comments uh maybe i can just find one uh so yeah we talked about about this video that came out by uh i'm not sure if israel specifically or idf specifically basically showing uh yi let's see yihia sinvar uh of basically living under uh in tunnels under uh somewhere in gaza uh or i think it was specifically can uh and so they realized mm-hmm. the video and there's been some opposition coming out from the Palestinians basically. Uh well, maybe I can just read out something. This red Yihia Sinvar quickly ran to hide underground. Uh my dear Sinvar, you and your family are hiding while the rest of the people are dying as usual. Uh so we don't have much time to fully comment
1: on it. Once what a we great comment... Thing if it could be if it's true, if it's even partially true. That the Palestinian people are even in some degree disgusted at this rat coward's behavior because, of course, he does use Palestinian babies as shields. Uh, oh, This tape, I understand, what was it, back from October? 10th, it was back from October, right? But it shows him fleeing in one of these tunnels like the little cowardly rat uh, monster that he is surrounded by hostages, surrounded by uh, uh, the civilians that of course he holds up as shields for himself. And if the Palestinian people are putting two and two together, that their leaders are these kind of cowardly monsters who are using them. And if there is at least some resentment by the part of of the people of Gaza, then that is, again, uh, the first sign that we have some psychological, I know they just released the tape, even though the tape was made back in October, but releasing this tape, let's hope it has that effect, at least on some people in Gaza, so that they can realize what moral monsters their leaders are. So they can turn against them and realize the people killing them are not so much the folks in Israel, but their own Hamas leaders who set themselves up, who set all of their people up for exactly what's happening now. And justifiably so. So
0: we have to wrap up, but uh, just one quick point I would make about it is I'm still somewhat skeptical because, again, it's coming out uh, or this opposition is only starting now where Hamas has very little power. Uh, even with those comments that, like they're saying, you know, these uh, these uh, Hamas commanders, they always hide. It's, well, why didn't you do something beforehand? You didn't have a problem with the tunnels under hospitals and under schools that are being used by Hamas to basically launch attacks uh, or organize attacks for Israel. So that's why I'm, I'm still somewhat like, yeah, yeah, any sort of opposition is good, but I'm wondering... As we and said, is that just
1: being, are we being told that just to get, be, to have uh, sympathy generated in the West for Palestinians? I question an aspect of it in terms of why are we told this? Um, is it an attempt to garner sympathy? Is it an attempt to open negotiations or something? Oh, yes, Palestinians are starting to, would you point out? What you point out is absolutely true. Look, it seems as though now they've connected every hospital and school in in Gaza with Hamas tunnels uh, that were used by the Islamic Brotherhood and Hamas for the last several years. Given that, I I have to be skeptical that the population is, even now, uh, turning against those evil terrorists.
0: Um, Okay, and with that, uh, let's wrap up. We have the reality show coming out in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk about the recent death of a Russian, I think, opposition leader.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mysterious death of the opposition leader well, in Siberia. Hmm.
0: As I somewhat very dark humorously titled the episode, Russian election season starts.
1: Well, that is a dark piece of humor. Uh, But remember, ladies and gentlemen, Vladimir Putin has repeatedly murdered his opponents in the media and in politics, both inside Russia and outside of Russia. He has murdered his political opponents, whether in the media or in politics. And he doesn't care whether they're in Russia or out of Russia. If they're in Russia, he'll send them to Siberia and they will shortly thereafter die. Um, My comment.
0: So reality show is starting just about half a minute link is in the chat make sure to catch in that thank you James thank you everyone thank you, and bye bye take care